Jamie Bush and Richie Firth here with your Any Other Business podcast. As we speak, Richie is shopping online, but not for what you think. Maybe you think he's looking at holidays or looking at buying a new car. What are you uh, down a wormhole looking at at the moment? Dehumidifiers. Why do you want a dehumidifier? Long story, uh, primarily because whilst I was uh, looking for today's bespoke extra Hitler's Toilet for the Any Other Business podcast, yeah. I saw one of the little sidebar things uh, talking about the most ancient predator and pest that is existing on this planet. Rattlesnake. Silverfish. Ooh. And it said how they like damp rooms. And I thought to myself, little shit bags. I'm not having uh, <laughs> silverfish in my rooms. <laughs> so I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to look at buying a dehumidifier. And I was just about to click buy on one on Amazon and then you poke your head out the door and go, right, all cool now. So you saved me from buying a dehumidifier. Wow, so you know when you look at those adverts around the side of a page on, on a website you think, God, they've got me completely wrong. This stuff must never work. It does because you've just done it. <laughs> it really does. Uh, and just a couple of quick questions. Do you have a damp problem in your house? Bathroom can be damp. When? After a shower generally tend to be anyway because you just had a shower. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but it's more like a condensation thing, isn't it? As I say, normally when you've just had a shower, you tend to get condensation. <laughs> yeah, but my wife doesn't like the window being opened. Why? Oh, she'll bark on about saying that we're living in 2018 and that everyone's got the right to have a warm house and she doesn't want to have a cold house. And That is a very inefficient way of warming the house. <laughs> it's freezing down here, Richie. Go up and run the shower. That's not going to work. That's not how it works. Have you ever seen a silverfish thing? Have you ever seen them? They're incredible, aren't they? Oh, what a weird-looking little thing. It's a bit... Is it a little bit like an earwig? It is. Let me uh, see if I can actually get back up the article that I was... Uh, Reading. Them. I don't know how big they are, but they look pretty disgusting. There's there's like a, this unique group in nature where there's like normal insects and stuff, and you've got certain insects who just they need to have a look at themselves in the mirror because they're disgusting. Silverfish are ancient bugs which survive by eating pretty much anything, but particularly like to tuck into dead skin cells and oh. hair. They thrive in moist and damp conditions, which means homes across the UK face the risk of an invasion this winter as it gets wetter outside and we crank the heating up. Do you know what? I think I might need a dehumidifier. <laughs> uh, so I had a nightmare food-wise during the week. Right? Have you ever had one of those instances where you make the last thing that's left in your house. You're starving, you don't want to go outside, can't be bothered to go to the shop, so you end up putting together a meal that's made out of the final food components you've got left in the house. It's your last shot. Familiar with this, my wife does it, I can't do that. But yes, I know what you mean. I didn't make anything creative. It wasn't, it wasn't like I threw... To, like, my other half's really good at that. She'll, like, we'll have an onion, an egg and some pasta and she'll make something brilliant out of it. <laughs> this, really? Yeah, kind of. Out of those three? Yeah, it's hard times. <laughs> I just mean beans on toast, but it was okay. the last bit of bread in the house. Yeah. One tin of beans, horrible weather. Uh... And I made some for me and some for my partner, Katie. She ate hers fine or whatever. She never has any condiments on anything, which mm -hmm. I think is a bit weird. I always like to put a lot of oh, condiments yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Love a, you love a condiment. I do. Primarily barbecue sauce or mayonnaise. Bit of mayonnaise. If he doesn't use the mayonnaise, he puts it in his pocket. That's another story. <laughs> anyway, uh, I then thought, do you know what? I'd love a bit of Worcester sauce on there. Mm -hmm. Love a bit of Worcester sauce on yeah. beans. Really, really nice. Did a, Shook it on there. Put quite a bit on because I was starving. Turns out I'd accidentally covered it in soy sauce. Oh, oh. not good. No. 
no, no, no. Under most circumstances, I think I would normally try and, you know, have a bit and see if it actually is okay. But there's something about soy sauce, very specifically Chinese meal. Well, yeah, I've got a bit of an aversion to soy sauce in, in that my favourite pot noodle of choice was the uh, the chicken and mushroom variety. Right. Uh, but I'd even been off the soy sauce out of that. I always thought that really? was decent without the soy sauce, oh, yeah. I lo- I lo- soy sauce is just one of the best things ever. I, lo- I absolutely love it. But I take it not on beans on toast. Not on beans on toast. And it's nothing worse than ruining a perfectly good meal, and I'll go one further and say the final meal left in the house, with, with something like that. I'm with you on the Worcestershire sauce, by the way. Ooh, I always find that juices up a, t- a cheese on toast very nicely as well. Well, I was just going to ask you what, I feel like Worcestershire sauce isn't playing up to its main A game. It, I'm sure there's other stuff you can do with it. It can't just be beans and it can't just be cheese. Cheese on toast. Cheese I mean, on toast. if you're classing that still as cheese, then it's 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 back to its... But like, there must be... Has it got other, other stuff on the horizon or does it just exist purely for cheese on toast, beans on toast? I feel that it's got its eggs probably too much in the on-toast market, Worcester sauce. <laughs> Maybe yeah, if you're listening right now and you use Worcester sauce in a different format for something else, I think we'd love to hear from you. You could say that so is marmalade, though. How do you mean? That, that's pretty much the bread and toast market, isn't it? It's a good point, but it's a spread. It's very clearly a spread. Worcester sauce has got this kind of mythical, oh, what can I add it to type thing about it. Yes, it's but I think... It's just the on-toast market. I think it is just the on-toast market, and the very fact that it comes out with the... Uh, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't just sort of flow out, does it? You've got it's a really, dropper. Got a really, yeah, dropper. Got to shake dropper. it out. Yeah. I think they're already saying, look, you know, this is this is like liquid gold. Be careful with it. Well, who are the two blokes that make Worcester sauce? Lee and Perrins. I'm going to write to the pair of them and just say, it's 2018. You need to future proof your business. <laughs> <laughs> Two interesting developments today. Obviously, we're recording this before the show goes out on air live later on. Uh, about 80s versus 90s, our five o'clock feature where I get to play two songs from the 90s. Richie gets to play two from the 80s. First of all, my boss, or our boss, has come up to us and mentioned uh, 80s versus 90s, the club night. The club night? The club night. Oh, what's this? Where you and I play songs against each other in a nightclub somewhere. This is just a, they're brainstorming ideas for 2019. That's one of them. Yeah. What do you I reckon? Mean, well, uh, f- first off, um, yeah, they're, they're seeing the dollar signs. <laughs> they are? They're thinking, let's let's get these two Herberts down there, wang on a few 80s, 90s, and we'll cream off the gate receipts. We'll, we'll sell so a load of say, T-shirts. All right, this ain't happening just yet until our people have met with their people. I was just telling them, though, I was warning him, expect a rush on the bar when you play Who's Gonna Drive You Home by Cars. <laughs> Clear the dance floor. I'm up for the idea of an 80s versus 90s club night. I think that'd be it. great fun. Uh, the second development is that our, uh, our deputy head of music here at Absolute Radio has uh, seen the two songs that I have picked yep. uh, for today's 80s, 90s, seen the two songs that you have picked. Yep. I don't know what you have picked. I do know what I have picked. Are you confident in what you've picked? I was confident. Right. Because last week you won because I was in a car and I tried to pick motoring-themed 80s songs, quite niche. But missed out on Cars by Gary Newman, as pointed out by a lot of our listeners. I did, yes. But I only lost 55-45, okay, in percentage marks. Okay. My point being is today I've picked from the whole canon of 80s work, I've gone strong, yet our deputy head of music has said that he favours you for the win today because you have gone for a safe home banker. And I find that quite... Can I give you his actual words? He said, I think Richie's lost it already. (laughs) 
<laughs> he said you've lost it. I presumed he was talking about 80s versus 90s, unless he's just talking about <laughs> you've had some kind of a breakdown upstairs. I think he saw me trying to buy dehumidifiers. <laughs> Right, some emails into the show. Richie, how do you get in touch? Uh, you email us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, the email address is open seven days a week. We check it one day a week, which is Friday. Reading these blind from my inbox, so let's see what happens. Al Gould, first up. Al Gore? Al Gould. Gould, Sounds Sorry. like swearing in, like, 1930s time. Al Gould. Al Gould. <laughs> Oh, God, I've only got to knock the bucket over again. <laughs> you get you. Good day, Bush and Richie. Uh, I'm a podcast listener in Melbourne. And after, ah, and after right. hearing about producer Dan's robot vacuum, I thought I'd let you blokes know about my experience with one. We had a robot vacuum a few years ago, and at the time we were trying to get my cat, Skullsy, to lose some weight. Skullsy? Skullsy, named after poor Skulls. Brilliant. Oh, Skullsy! What a I cracking name for a cat. Skull as in skeleton and trying to work out why it needed to lose weight. Skullsy. Uh, we would put small portions of his dry food on a few paper plates around the house so he could get a bit of exercise walking from room to room between mouthfuls. <laughs> uh, in this particular day, the robot vacuum was working away in the entry stroke hallway down the other end of the house, cordoned off from the other rooms with infrared barriers. I was watching telly when Skullsy came over and uttered a strange meow I'd never heard before. <laughs> he sounded annoyed. I asked what he wanted and he walked away a bit, turned around to me and meowed again. He obviously wanted me to follow him, so I did, and he led me to the study where I could see the robot vacuum had escaped its cordon and got itself stuck on something. A closer inspection revealed the robot vacuum had devoured half the paper plate and all of Skullsy's nibbles. Ah, oh, which is why Skullsy's gone off on one. He must have been absolutely furious. Ginger cat, do you reckon? He sounds ginger. <laughs> sounds ginger to me. Next one, Nick Blythe. Bush and Richie, we know that Slade makes £500,000 every Christmas in royalties and Mariah Carey in excess of 376 k So my question is, why don't more pop stars come up with a banger of a Christmas tune seeing as it provides a pension for life? If this Nick has got these figures correct, I don't know where he's plucked them from, I've never heard yeah, that, yeah. but if that is a fact, I'd have to say he poses a good point. Yeah, well, I would say one further that we're getting into that market with our 12 Daves of Christmas. <laughs> very true, very true. We're, we're only a couple of Daves in. They're already sounding good. We had Dave from Care Philly yesterday. Yeah. We don't know what Dave we're getting today. No. I'm sure he'll be great. We might have Christmas top 10 hit. I would say the last bespoke Christmas song that was done was Don't Let the Bells End by Darkness. It was a great song. Which was a great song. But I doubt it gets them in 500k every Christmas. <laughs> I don't reckon if it does If that is either. true, that's blown my mind about yeah. Slade. Fair play to them. Yeah. Uh, last one here, Arthur Giles says, Boys, I'm not happy. How Richie can say electricians are number two in the list of trades is an oh, insult. Man, right. Okay. Please know all plumbers are failed electricians and are absolute wet wipes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not reigniting that one again. No way. No way. Home time at absoluteradio.co.uk to get in touch. The disco. Uh, it's the disco. It's like my fading in. Here we oh, go. Very and good. down. And back in. Tell me when. Tell me when. Tell me when. It's the toilet. No, no, mate. You need to tell me when. Now. Ready? I haven't started yet. I don't, I, don't, I don't quite know what I'm telling you to do. What's your, I'm asking you what's your favourite sound level. Right, start from the top. 
Ready? Go. Now. Okay. That's good, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, today's toilet, I think this is something that more towns should do. I think there's something in this. Have you ever been to or heard of the German town of Freiburg? Freiburg. Freiburg. It no, is, I haven't. Um... I remember Freiheit, the German band. <laughs> do you remember them? I, I don't remember them. Uh, no, Freiburg Keeping is... the dream alive. That's <laughs> we're keeping the dream alive. And when the day is... Oh, that was is... them. That was Freiheit. Oh, wow. Maybe it was something to do with Freiburg. Okay. Who knows? Uh, well, Freiburg is just near Bad Neuheim, which is... I'm sure you know this. Oh, it's a sport thing. Is it a sport thing? No. I don't know what it is. It's the US Army barracks that Elvis Presley was stationed at. Oh, okay. That wasn't, yeah. that wasn't what I was thinking. <laughs> so... To mark that musical history of this small German town called Freiburg, Freiburg, they have changed the crossing lights, pedestrian crossing lights, uh, around Freiburg, you know, with the red man and the green man, such like, mm-hmm. to Elvis. What, like so a red Elvis and a... It's a red Elvis and a green Elvis, iconically dancing. Oh, my God, that'd be good, wouldn't it? I think it's brilliant. All right, there's a few ways you can go with this. First, so, first of all, you could pass a little bylaw, which means that you've got to cross over in the style of Elvis. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But secondly, you could have other towns that are famously associated with musical acts yeah. and have them change their pedestrian crossings to those acts. Yeah. So like around Liverpool, you could have all the Beatles. Yes. Around Middlesbrough, you could have Chris Rea. Oh, yeah. A little car driving over Christmas or something or other. What are the little uh, Banana Rama traffic lights in Bristol? Are they from Bristol? Yeah, one of them's from Bristol. I did not know Siobhan, that. Siobhan, I think, is from Bristol. My hometown of uh, Eastbourne could have uh, some top loader lights. Oh, imagine that. <laughs> that would be good, wouldn't it? They'd look really good in the moonlight. I'd like that, though. Oh, oh Richie. Oh, Richie. <laughs> uh, yeah, pull that right down now, that <laughs> <we> volume. <laughs> You've ruined it for yourself ended. and everybody else. It's over. Is that what it is? Fool, if you You think think it's over, I'll tell you why. Why Why is it why? Why is it over? Newborn eyes always cry with pain at the first look at the morning sun. Fool, if you think it's over, it's just begun. Wow, he's quite profound, wasn't he, Chris? When given given a particular moment. Defo. Fool, if you think it's over there, just a little version of it for you on the podcast. Just checking that I've got the right song here. Here we go. Here we go. Fool if you think Come on YouTube <laughs> A bit funkier than I remember What era Chris is this? 1978 if it's correct Has he got knitwear on? He's got a, a knitted scarf. Looks like Doctor Who. This is it, isn't it? He's brilliant, Chris yeah. Rear. We're just obsessed with this song. Fool yeah. if you think it's over. Yeah. Uh, and if you get in touch with us, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk, uh, we will play you another song down the phone from Richie's phone, just on YouTube. <laughs> a little bit like being on a bus and getting wound up because someone's got their earphones uh, really, really loud behind It's ironic, you. isn't it, really? Because the reason we do any other business for you on a Friday is because the actual show itself is uh, three hours of requests. Who would want a podcast of people just asking for requests? Yeah, who wants to hear your stupid requests anyway? Mm. So, yeah. Uh, so, look, I feel like we've ended on slightly sour notes, so let's 
let's be more positive and look at next week because uh, we've got a very, very important and lovely thing to tell you. If you're self-employed, if you're a self-employed person, you're going to love the surprise we've got for you on Monday's show. I was confirming the surprise with my diary earlier and I'm very excited about it. There you go. Make sure you're listening on Monday. Have a good one. Take it away on a Friday, Mr Bill Bailey. It's the podcast has officially come to an end.